Love is love. Uh, gay rights. <laughs> right. 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 I want to say that because, well, I'm sure we've talked about the cup. Huh. My cousin got me a cup from one of his coworkers who like customizes, one of the DIY girlies customizes cups. And she had some leftover from her last year's Pride um, sale or whatever. So he got us some. And it says love is love in the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. I'm not really a rainbow gal, but I mean, if it's supporting a small business, I guess. Well, you seem to be a rainbow gal because that's all you drink out of. I have my moods. I would green one i have my moods support gay rights being homophobic homophobe yeah no i i switch cups every few months but i'm back to the love is love one because my green one broke <gasps> tragic break? story time i dropped it oh boo <laughs> twice <laughs> oh my you're asking for it at that point can you believe i know terrible Hi, prima. Anyway, how are you? I am okay. Hanging on by a thread, <laughs> but I feel like yes, I say that. Every, I feel like I say that every single. Uh... I I adjusted my boobs. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Get those things out of my face. <laughs> I didn't whip anything out for people listening. Huh. I just did a little, you know, a little pump up. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> um, I, but anyway, I feel like I say I'm hanging by a thread every single week. Um, but yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling and still feeling. And you carry it well. <gasps> Thank you, Queen. I love you. I love you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I don't know. I've just been feeling like very optimistic about things, which is not like me at all. But yeah, I'm excited to see what this silly little life brings. Oh, that's nice. That's a good headspace to be at. Yeah, I'm holding on to it for dear life hoping she sticks around yeah have you been watching anything new reading anything new um what am i watching right now oh my god can you believe i'm still trying to finish up that icarly reboot um how many seasons is it uh, two oh there's like 10 episodes and they're like 20 minutes (laughs) Um, oh, well, you're busy. <gasps> Thank you, Queen. Um, I think I'm on like the last episode of season two, though. But so far, it's I really like season two. There, <laughs> there's this one episode. Ah, this one, season two, episode three of the iCarly reboot is so funny. I really liked it. Um, spoilers if you're gonna go watch it, skip this part. Um, there's this really funny part because Carly. 
Miss Goody Two Shoes um, hasn't done anything bad, and her friend Harper is like um, a little bit wilder. Um, and so Carly's like, "Well, come on, like I want to go to the club or the bar, and like let's drink and whatever. Like I can be crazy too." And it's so funny because well, I thought it was really funny. Oh, <laughs> Harper's like, "Go kiss that guy," and Carly's like, goes up to him, "Can I kiss you?" Yeah, they kiss, and she's like. <laughs> Thank you, and shakes his <laughs> hand. I just thought that was so funny. I'd be so humiliated because I feel like that's some awkward ass shit that would ha- that I would do. Oh, babe. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Oh, would you God. like to give me a little kissy kiss? A little slurpy. <laughs> uh- Yucky. <laughs> That came out a way that I did not want it to. Anyway. It's okay. Can I just say... <laughs> you know those TikToks that are like... POV. He's about he's leading in for a kiss. That's forever ingrained in my head. I have not seen those TikToks. What? It's like... <laughs> it'll be somebody and they'll just like... They'll hold the camera and then they'll just... <laughs> no yeah it's really yucky can I confess sure any kiss that I have been given I keep my eyes open for a little too long and I watch that happen and so I always have the ick because it's like why are you making that face you are a psychopath yeah, I remember. What? Oh my god! You keep your eyes. Oh my god! Okay. No, one time I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Not those. One time, I was, you know, making out with somebody, uh-huh. and I wasn't having a good time. So I opened my eyes, and their eyes are open. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why are your eyes up? And like, and they were like, "Why are yours?" And I was like, "Because I wasn't having a good time." <gasps> like, oh, I was just looking at you, whatever. And I was like, "Oh, Aww. wait, that's kind of sweet." Yikes! That's fucking creepy. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it, yes, it is very creepy, but oh also like, I don't know. But literally, so funny that we. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I cannot believe you opened your eyes and I there wasn't they having were. a good time. I can't believe you told them. Good Why for you. I? No, I, good for you. I this is how I knew. This, this is why I was always make fun of myself for not figuring out that I was a little bit gay a lot mm-hmm. sooner. Because I absolutely bully the men that I date. Like if I don't want to kiss them or if I don't like how they kiss or if anything else happens and I don't have a good time, I'm very vocal about it. Like, As you should be. I, I mean, not to out myself and make people think I'm a whore or something, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I used to... <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> I used to hook up with this guy and he... I just got so frustrated one time because 
he wasn't listening to what I wanted. So typical man. Typical man. So when he was like leaning in to kiss me, like Segun his grand finale, I like turned away and I was like, you need to go because I'm like getting really frustrated. And I was like, I'm telling you what I want. You're not listening. You're not getting it. You're not even trying like, and it's really annoying. So either do better or stop hitting me up. And (gasps) I mean, I stopped hooking up with him for a while because I was like, there's no way like in one go, he's going to just be better. and he started like then after that like i knew this guy wasn't shit from beginning to from jump but after (laughs) that he kept making all these excuses and i was like oh well you know this and this and this and that and i was like you know what i wouldn't be telling me that because that's kind of embarrassing like (laughs) like yeah i was like let's not share if i ever had to deal with somebody that told me that i would i would jump off a bridge you know what the men that i have dated are a bunch of masochists because I would tear them to shreds and they would pop up left and right being like they would come back for seconds again oh my god I mean this one particular guy I stopped talking to him after three years of us like on and off hanging out whatever yeah and then for three years after that he kept like periodically looking me up and from new instagrams trying to hit me up after i blocked him on the last one and oh my just things Jesus. like that so that's on them <laughs> i don't feel sorry for it that's true yeah kitty cat got them got them little gorilla grips right there i almost spit water all over my laptop you were so brave for not spitting it out literally literally um and anyway i feel like i just overshared and unnecessarily so that is okay i cannot uh, your mind because some of these men need to be put into their place absolutely i just yes. see how my friends get treated and yeah. how not that it's their fault at all because a lot of us are just conditioned in that way that like it's okay for them to step all over me. It's okay right. for them to whatever. Like, there's so much shame in advocating for themselves. And I was like, well, that's not about to be me. Because if I'm not having a good time, I'm going to make sure you're not having a good time either. Because it's like, that's what this agreement is about. Like, it's it's supposed to be mutual. Yeah. Yeah. Your mind. Yeah. If you ever, if you ever treat me like that. Why would I ever? Why would you and I ever be in that situation? I don't know. You'd be running your mouth about us falling in love, so. We like the chase and you know it. Yeah. Yeah. God. We need help. Speaking of help. (laughs) (laughs) I've been reading this book. (laughs) To segue into Rex and what we've been up to. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. To, yeah. How to Do the Work. This oh. is just obviously the sleeve. How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. A doctor? Okay. So she refers to herself as the holistic psychologist. Mm. Cool. Downside of the book, I think she's a little too. Um, 
shameless plug about a lot of her stuff which is like good for you being your power but there's like ways to do that and that isn't like sprinkling it in the book Mm -hmm. um but it just kind of works with the last book I read about how to be an adult in love so just about setting like these healthy boundaries and recognizing like why we do all these things and recognizing it like in our body how certain like things that certain people do to us the way that our body reacts isn't always a normal reaction like sometimes we're reacting from a place of um you know trauma or past experiences whatever so it's it's really interesting and me a girly on a healing journey on a self-improvement journey i'm really enjoying it i mean i just sort of started i'm only a few chapters in but Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna be a good one. <gasps> nice. What's it called? How to do the work, recognize your patterns, heal from your past, and create yourself by Dr. Nicole Lapera. Beautiful. You. 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 Um what were you just saying? Uh I was like, oh, I need to hang on to that because I want I want to talk about that. And uh recognizing uh god what did you say recognizing your patterns yeah i really i because sometimes i feel like when it comes to um like oh your feelings are valid and like all that stuff like that sometimes can give way to like mm, some not so healthy behavior Mm. and like kind of allow that and so I guess with anything, it's just like recognizing that there needs to be moderation. Um, and I just, uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. Want to hear my toes pop? Yeah. That's right. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like the Fourth of July, but this is well, fun. maybe. Well, maybe. No. Look. <laughs> it's like someone's learning to type on a typewriter. <laughs> My body is shutting down. <laughs> you you know it's our karma, though. You know it's our karma. No, yeah. 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 <laughs> my um <laughs> my coworker and I we've been doing um yoga um during Love. our break. Yeah, and it's so funny because my bones will pop and then her bones will pop. <laughs> and I'm like At least it's mutual. No, yeah. And sometimes we're out there grunting because <laughs> we're doing yoga. And today she was like Thank God nobody else joins us because if they had to hear that. Mm-mm. Not an ounce that? of peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I did yoga with my coworker today. God, I'm so annoying. You sound so fulfilled. I'm annoyed with myself. I love it for you. Thank you, Queen. Um, at least you have you're able to have that kind of relationship with your coworkers. 
I mean, because of the age gap with mine, I told, I texted you in the group chat that like they have a group chat that I'm not a part of. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I want to be a part of it and it makes sense that I'm not, but I'm still a little offended because right. like it's the group chat they have where they talk about their grown people shit. Like they're remodeling their house where they talk about like their old lady like problems. Not that they're old, but like it's things that haven't happened to me for obvious reasons that they're like 40 years older than me yeah at least so yeah <laughs> yeah i love them though most of them <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that yeah it'd be like that but yeah i cannot believe no. they have um a group chat without you though and the way that they just showed it to me like i'm already on the edge do you want me to jump I will climb this bell tower and jump. <laughs> Don't I would have grabbed me. I would have grabbed that phone so fucking fast and added myself. <laughs> Give me that. Give it. Give it to me now. Literally. Are you Literally. fucking kidding me? That's so rude. Look at this. Look at this I funny know. thing in this group chat that you're not a part of. Are you fucking kidding me? God, I would scream. If I cared a little bit more, I would scream. Yeah. Oh my god. Is this what life is? Talking about work? (laughs) It helps. Oh wow. Capitalism claims its latest victims. Truly. Wow. Truly. I'm sick. I'm so fucking sick. I'm distraught. I'm hyperventilating. (gasps) I'm going into cardiac arrest. I'm literally levitating right now. <laughs> God, I'm letting my demons win this round. <laughs> no. You're so crazy. You're so silly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Literally. My name is Juan. And I'm Georgina. The way that I thought we were well past this part. <laughs> the way that we're st- we just mumbled and cackled for a good however long. Um, when you say your minutes. name. Yeah. No, it has not been 20 minutes, has it? Almost. I'm sick. Damn, we really can't just talk about a whole lot of nothing, huh? Mm-hmm. Always. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> true speaking of okay two things yes yeah uh which one do i want to say first oh my gosh so many options yes wait hold on hang on to that because i just forgot the other one what what were you just saying that's why we have a podcast because we talk about a whole lot of nothing we talk about a whole lot of nothing Oh, I forgot. Never, never call me out for forgetting things instantly. No, no, this cannot be happening. I told you, I'm my brain. I'm I'm shutting down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God! Wow, I can't believe I forgot that. Wow, wow! Dementia claims her latest <laughs> victim. <laughs> Anyway, Fuck. <laughs> um, whenever you say your name, do you ever are you ever like, 
Oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I hate saying my name too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who said I was real? Who made this yeah. shit real? No, yeah. I will say it does creep me out because hardly anybody calls me Georgina. What do they call so, you at work? At work, they call me Georgie. <gasps> Stop. That's so cute. Yeah. At my old job, they called me Georgie too. Wow. God, I love yeah. that nickname. I like it. I used to like Geo better, but mm. now I don't like when people call me Geo. I've, I'm trying to phase it out. I've had that nickname for over 10 years, though. Jesus. So I know that the, the people who first started calling me that are not going to stop. And I so mm. badly want them to. Uh-huh. Ugh, yeah. What do you think about Georgiana? I hate it. Okay, well, that's what I call you. I also call you You're... George. Yeah. One of my coworkers calls me George. <gasps> one of my one of my best friends, her mom for ages called me George. Oh. Yeah. I thought I would care. I don't. I'm kind of nice. okay with it actually. Like I kind of like it. Don't start other people don't start calling me George. Obviously Juan and I have a very special relationship that mm-hmm. it works. Don't be calling me George. Amen. Yeah. Um, damn. Well, I, I'm actually... Ugh. And you go through this every single day. Go through what? <laughs> <laughs> Forgetting what you were going to say. <laughs> You're still on that, you bitch. Yes, I do live this way. <laughs> damn, bitch, you live like this? God. God. I, uh... Anyway, yeah, when I say my name, like at work, and I'm like talking to somebody over the phone, I'm like, oh, this is Juan. <laughs> and I try not to like, Juan. Yeah. Oh, this is Juan. And then they're like, what? And I'm like, I... ah. <laughs> Juan? Oh, Juan. Juan? Yeah, sure. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, um, everybody yeah. says when I answer the phone at work, I'm like, oh, uh, whatever the company, this is Georgina. And they're like, Regina, thank you, whatever. And they'll go on and I was like, Georgina. I hate being called Regina. Like, who, how oh, do they get oh. Regina out of Georgina? Because they don't fucking listen. <laughs> this is yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about for a while saying my name in Spanish, but I hate how my name sounds in Spanish too. Mm. Um, get to put some phlegm in it. Something's gonna come up. Something's gonna come up, and I'm gonna regret it. <laughs> I heard. I heard it. <laughs> One time, I called somebody, and I was like, "Oh, this is Juan with whatever." And um, they were like, oh, Juan. Oh, I think I told you. They were like, oh, Juan, so you speak Spanish. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, actually, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the? What in the fuck? Yeah. I was like, not that yeah. read. Another time, somebody called me um, a slur, a homophobic slur. Uh, I will never forget that. Fuck that bitch. 
And I'm just like, damn, the read. Like, <laughs> okay, mamas. You really, you really clocked me with that one. <laughs> uh, like, get some fucking professional help. Oh, y'all. God. I can't oh. stand people. <sighs> well, y'all. Anyway. Anyway. You wanted to do the uh, love and romance and friendships. Yeah. I, I, I mean, as everybody knows, talking about love is like my absolute favorite thing in the whole wide world. And love in its capacity obviously is familial platonic romantic Mm -hmm. like all that good stuff and again it's because of the book i read how to be an adult in in love that has really like made me really aware of these patterns that i have that i just i wanted to talk about it with juan a little bit so it basically like it talks about how we may have the purest intentions. We may want to be acting and doing all these things out of love. Um, but because of our life experiences, past traumas, X, Y, Z, whatever it may be, we often don't display love in a healthy way, even if our intentions are pure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, love is, is very complicated. And so our, our intentions may be good, but our impact is not, our impact doesn't reflect that. And so, yeah, I just kind of want to talk about our experiences in that and, you know, conscious efforts as adults to like be better and yes, live through love for love by love, all of that good shit, but in a way that is healthy for everyone around. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that made any sense. No, it did. Um, I, one of my first thoughts when you were talking and you brought up familial love, um, one thing I just started, this is a very recent, like, not discovery, but I'm just like, wow. It's like, I, I mentioned before that I, I feel like very, um, like, if I, I don't know where we are in terms of, like, where I stand with somebody, like, I feel like one mess up um, or something and I'm going to get cut off. Um, and this is a very recent, like, revelation for me that I'm just, like, it's so crazy, like, how people are with their families and like those who were close with their family it's it's like oh the, yeah they messed up but i still love them just the same and like i'm not going to cut them off and like whatever and i'm just like oh, wow like that's such a healthy like i don't know like that it, it, it was just very shocking to me um, that it was just like, yeah, this person really pissed me off, but you know, that's my cousin. Like, why would I turn my back on them? Like what? Really? Yeah. And I'm like, huh. See, and I view that as 
the opposite. Like, I view that as very unhealthy thinking. Really? Yeah. I, I think I view it as healthy because it's like um, recognizing that um, that people make mistakes and um, although you know I mean they're cousins like in this situation like oh my cousin did this really fucked up but we're cousins and that's my family whatever I mean I guess to an extent absolutely like cut off family if you know whatever they did is like beyond whatever but mm. I don't know I, I I mean again it's it's with like moderation or whatever yeah. um, but I don't know hearing hearing one of my close friends say like um, oh, but that's my cousin like I still love them and whatever it was, it was just very like huh that's so interesting yeah. tell, tell me more about why you think it's unhealthy um, and, okay, and so... just like a broad sense because like the, that example was super bad and whatever so the way that I was raised my mom raised me that forgiveness is the key to everything like hmm. you have to forgive the other person What do whatever it takes to forgive them and do whatever it takes to forgive yourself hmm. because one forgive yourself because you putting up with what they did and getting to that point was a betrayal to yourself. So that's where you have to forgive yourself. And then forgiving them is what's going to set you free. So I always grew up with that mentality. Hmm. I always grew up with that mentality that like, I have to forgive everybody who's ever done me wrong, even if they are not sorry, hmm. because it's the only way that I'm going to be free from whatever damage this is doing to me, whatever, hmm trauma this may have caused whatever anything you know mm. and I always thought that with forgiveness it also meant these people staying in your lives these people coming yeah. back into your life uh-huh. and the older I got the more I realized I was like I don't actually have to forgive anybody like yeah. forgiveness is completely up to me because obviously like if I'm the one who was done wrong, I, I again, should have no apologies for how I choose to repair it. And also, I should not be forced to put myself in a, in, in a situation or an environment in which I have to, I, in which they have the opportunity to harm me yet again. Yeah. So, I, I mean, this is something that I was talking to my therapist about a lot, actually. And I was like, I, like because of my recent breakup and I'm going to use relationship um, love as an example. I was like, I told her, I told my therapist, I was like, I have, because if I don't forgive them, then I'm going to carry them with me forever. Mm. And she's like, you're going to carry them with you forever, regardless, because this was something that changed you. So it's not about forgiving them to not carry them. It's about you doing what you need to do to move on. Whether you forgive them or not, they're not asking for forgiveness. They don't have to be sorry for what they did. They don't have to make any type of change or any type of um, amends with you. It's about 
you doing what it takes to let go for yourself. So it doesn't have to include forgiveness. And if it's what's healthiest and easiest for you, if that means walking away, if that means cutting people out of your life for you to live in peace, then that's just the way that it has to be. And Mm -hmm. that to me has been what works because I don't know, like I just, the people in my life who are currently in it, it's a lot of work that we put in to maintain those relationships. So like, I don't know. I see this, like, I'm going to use a very specific example and again, air my own shit out of my mom's mom. Mm -hmm. The last time she came to visit, I was a senior in high school and she has a tendency to like stir the pot because if things aren't really going her way, if you aren't really agreeing with her, like she's going to say some like backhanded stuff to like cause problems. Mm. And so she did that once and she caused this really, really huge argument between my mom and my brother and they both stormed out of the house. Like that's how Mm. bad it got. And she was sitting there crying at the table. She was like, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. I didn't want any of this to happen and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, pause. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Because you know exactly how these two people interact and how they are and how fragile their relationship is. So you went ahead and said something that you knew you weren't supposed to in order to incite a reaction to get the negative attention away from you. So this was a conscious choice. This was, you did this on purpose. So no, I don't want to forgive you because you have caused my brother a lot of damage something that he's always going to remember you caused me a lot of damage because now i'm sitting here worried about both of them right like i should just be worrying about having to go to school and do my homework tomorrow but i'm not instead i'm i'm worried about this huge fight that just happened in my house and all these kind of things so it's like what's best for me is cutting you out of my life because i shouldn't i shouldn't wait for you to change Mm-hmm. I shouldn't wait for you to change to do right by me. If you can't do right by me now, then I'm going to have to see myself out. Mm. Um. Wow. Yeah, that's my long way of saying fuck them kids. Yeah, it's it's definitely not black and white. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's, I mean, for me, I was also raised on like, um, uh, family is everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has you like us, and blah blah blah. Um, and I'm just like, mm, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when I heard, you know, my friend be like that's my cousin and like also kind of like not mirroring what my parents had said but like following that belief that like surprised me because I'm like huh is that like coming from like a healthy um like is this is this what a healthy family relationship looks like is Mm. I don't know like obviously everybody has their baggage and like 
dilemmas and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, family family is complicated. Yeah, for sure. I said a whole lot of nothing. No, but it makes sense. Like, I know I was raised with. Were you we live. No. I was raised with that. My mom was raised with that mentality that your blood is your everything. It's your lifeline, your blood family and all be all. And it was that interaction that I had with my, my mom's mom that brought me to where I am now of like, my family is my found family. Like Mm. those are the people I am willing to like, take a bullet for like those are the people I ride and die for because they ride and die for me mm-hmm. and I mean it, it's jokes that I make like with my friends parents like um especially their dad um I don't have a relationship with my real dad like there's no bad blood between us but there's just we've said all we needed to say like we're at peace with each other like we're good but we're also not we don't have an active relationship yeah like so, hey bestie exactly so when i talk about my dad i i am 100 percent referring to my best friend's parents like Mm -hmm. my best friend's dad and like for father's day i got him a gift i didn't even text my (gasps) i didn't even text my biological dad and when i refer to him i always like the joke is that like oh my real dad versus my biological dad Mm. and it's that thing of like having to having the mentality that blood is everything also puts us in a position to constantly be dismissive of our own emotions to keep the peace for other people's sake oh my god your mind yeah yeah thank you wow yeah and like again intentions might be good the people in our family like their intentions might be for us to live a happy, healthy, yeah. stable life, but the way that they go about it is obviously very damaging to ourselves and to others. Like I I get complimented and people tell my mom all the time, like, you did so good with your kids. Like they're so independent, they're so mm-hmm. strong, they're so this, mm-hmm. they're so that. But I was like, it took a whole lot of breaking for me to be this independent this strong this self-reliant whatever and it's that thing like my mom's intentions were a hundred percent good she had every intention of like if they're self-reliant they're never gonna get hurt the way that i was hurt and they're never have they're never gonna have to live the life that my mom is living with my dad yeah so it's that thing of like her intentions were a hundred percent pure but the fact is at the end of the day the repercussions of that is that like I'm incapable of letting people in yeah and like the second anybody tries to do something for me I get very defensive because my mind goes straight to like well what are you going to take for me like what is this going to cost me so I don't like when I was like in a really bad place like financially like existence was just really difficult I had nothing to eat I was like on my last bag of beans and I still refused to ask for help like I my aunt and uncle like that previous like holidays were like just come home like just come home like you don't have to pay rent until you find a job like we'll help you we'll help you whatever whatever 
but I was so stuck on like I owe them I'm gonna owe them Mm -hmm. I'm gonna whatever that I refused it and it wasn't until I had my back against the wall that I was like yeah no this isn't healthy like this isn't right like I have I have a solution to this problem but because I'm so concerned about what is gonna be asked of me on the other side I'm refusing to take it and that's also not healthy that's also Mm. not a good place to be at Mm. yeah yeah and um I I liked what you said about um well I liked everything that you said but um the like yeah our parents might have like the best intentions for us and like it doesn't always come across that way and I'm just like wow if if they would just resolve their like their shit and (laughs) go to therapy and you know break that like generational trauma and all that stuff um then things wouldn't be like the way that they are um and they could recognize like the patterns that they're repeating from like their parents and their parents parents and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and it's it's really sad because i'm just like like if you were given the opportunity to learn at a young age then like you absolutely would maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe i don't know (laughs) but in my mind i'm like damn my parents had the opportunity to learn like at a young age like how to you know communicate properly and like had examples of like what that looked like um then maybe not maybe things would definitely be different um and i'm just like what Uh, i don't know there's no point in thinking that way because it's never gonna happen um but it's 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 interesting to think about and i always get a little like Mm, not sensitive emotional no I don't know I feel some type of way thinking about it um about like missed opportunities and and stuff like that um and man that generational trauma bananas no it's so crazy it's so silly I think it is valid to get emotional over it because it's that realization that it is missed opportunities. It's, it is a, you sort of get a little bit of a feeling of grief because yeah. once you become self-aware, you're grieving the life that could have been. And yeah. you're grieving, oh my God, yeah. You're grieving a stability that you wanted for yourself, but also for mm-hmm. the people that you love more than life, which could could be your parents or, you know, xyz yeah and it's definitely difficult like i see the way that we were raised and i i think my mom had a little bit of the tools but she was also in that point of like you know pride will be the death of us all like we like culturally pride is this huge thing like of like people shouldn't be in our business like we don't need to be talking about our problems like the problem should stay in the house and it's about how it appears to the outside world 
And there's yeah. also that thing of like culturally, a lot of us are raised to be martyrs of like, the more I suffer, it's going to be for the good of my family. If I yeah. suffer more, it's going to be the good for the good, um, for the benefit of whoever, you know, and it's a lot of like these cycles of suffering that don't really need to exist. And, and it blocks a lot of us from becoming self-aware because once you're self-aware, there's no going back. Oh like, my it's God. like, yeah, it's like flipping a switch and like, if you stay in that in that space while being self-aware, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Like 100%. because because you know you feel yourself like wasting away and it's mm-hmm. absolutely terrible. Like I knew that I mean, I, I feel very fortunate because my mom had like ounces of self-awareness. So she started doing better for herself. She just kind of struggled in the aspect of like oh, well, only I went through these things. Like, my kids are fine. Like, they're too young. Again, like, that kids are too young to understand, to fully comprehend, to this and that. Like, they're just kids. Their kids are resilient. Yeah. There's always that mentality. And I was like, no, well, you know, kids either way absorb all these things. And Mm -hmm. as I've learned in a lot, in another book called It Didn't Start With You, a lot of our reactions to a lot of things is because of the trauma that people before us caused Mm -hmm. or experienced yeah and it goes up like back like up to three generations so a lot of my reactions a lot of the trauma and like a lot of things that i carry is trauma that my great grandma like experienced and my reactions are from how she coped with that and how my grandma coped with the fact that she experienced something and then she reacted the way that her mother reacted and just so on and so forth Mm. so it's that thing of like this stuff gets ingrained into into our blood like our dna and it's a lot of work for like we have to work to be better for ourselves than any potential future that we have with whether it be kids or even if you don't have kids like if you ever plan like if you've been through some shit and you want to have a good healthy long-lasting relationship again depending on what you've been through you have to do the work like you have to put in the effort to to realize that yes you are acting through love but it it was not done in a healthy way. Yeah. And trying to get them to understand that oh, is like pulling teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, well, I'm doing this for like the betterment of you and like try to see it my way. But it's mm-hmm. like, well, why can't you see it my way? Like mm-hmm. I see your way and it's just, I don't know. I also, um, like that whole that whole martyr thing where like we have to suffer for um what were you saying like we have to suffer what what you say about that like we have to suffer for the betterment of our family yeah like, we, you're suffering for the cause and that's so crazy to think about like especially with like the men in like hispanic families um and like i don't know the stuff that they go through and like whatever um and I also like that reminds me of like 
the American dream and like work hard and everything will pay off. And it's like, well, will it? Because the American dream is kind of like an American nightmare, like working hard to like it get what you want. It is dead and gone. Like, yeah, like there's no way to work honestly and like be rich and wealthy and like not profit off the backs of like innocent hardworking people absolutely and that's so sad and god it's oh capitalism capitalism there is no ethical consumption under capitalism it all comes down to that shit all roads lead to capitalism yeah 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 it's it's pretty bananas like yeah i see i don't know i just think of like certain prayers that even like back to colonial times like i don't know what um, what the prayer is called but there's this prayer that people do like por mi culpa, por mi culpa, por mi culpa. and you're like yeah it's like going beating your chest or whatever and i'm like what what kind of shit is that like what, is, what oh, the yeah. fuck are, like what the fuck are you trying to teach me right now like no it's not my fault like yeah sometimes things some i'm like i'm not saying that people are fucking innocent not at all but it's that thing of like sometimes shit happens and it's not our fault and Mm -hmm. it's because you know everything has a ripple effect all decisions lead us to where we're at now whether it be good or bad like i i don't know it's i i'm having a hard time like putting it into words without using an example but i know if i use an example i'll be so fucking embarrassed about it (laughs) like i don't know i i talked to my therapist again about this um this past relationship and Mm -hmm. i was like what the fuck did i do to deserve where i am now Mm -hmm. like what did i do to deserve what just happened to me and Mm -hmm. she was like it's never about that like it's absolutely never about that like me putting that on myself is me coming from a place of hurt ego of a hurt Mm -hmm. pride because once I worked past that I realized like it's not about me it's not about what I did it's about the things that they went through and the things they are currently going through like they're fighting their demons and their demons won like sometimes your demons just win because we're not doing the work to to heal whether it be abuse whether it be a bad childhood whether it be those those things like neglectful parents whatever Mm -hmm. it may be like we're not doing the work to to heal that so in turn we then perpetuate these behaviors in all of our relationships yeah like i t- like my past relationship this person would time and time again fire their therapist because it would always lead back to like how are we going to do the work to undo this damage that your parents did to you mm. but because culturally like honors your mother honor your father right they had this thing of like 
I'm not going to talk bad about my parents. My parents are perfect. They sacrifice so much for me. They this, they that, they this, like putting them on a pedestal. And it's like, we're not denying the fact that your parents made sacrifices for you. We're not denying the fact that their intentions were good, but the impact they had on you does not reflect that. The impact was like, babe, why are you here then? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm willing to admit that I am fucked up in the head because of the way that I was raised. And it's mm. not a dig at my mother, not at all, because my mom also went through some shit that put her in a bad place. Yeah, It's because I'm fucked up in the head because of what I went through, but it's now my responsibility to unlearn that and learn new healthy behaviors and make the conscious effort every day when I wake up to try to be better. Yeah. Like, existence is pain absolutely because it's so much work like mm-hmm. it's so much work every day i wake every day, every day i wake up like <laughs> i i wake up and i have to be like realize like okay what could i do today my options are try to heal myself try to be better for myself try to overcome whatever it is that i'm going through and realize how my tr- i was triggered in this relationship because of my past, because of things that my parents did, because of things that they did to others, that all of these things, all of my experiences and theirs has led me to the reaction, led to my reactions. Like I could make that, I could make that realization and be like, it ends here. Like I could take, I could take a step back and be like, no, I'm not going to react the way that I, I feel I need to. Because I know that that is coming from not a, it's not coming from a healed place. It's coming from a place that needs to survive. And Mm -hmm. so I have to make the conscious effort not to react like that. I have to make the conscious effort not to choose violence because it like feel good. Because I mean, it's not just about karma. It's about ending cycles. Like we really, we really can't be retaliating against people and think that's not going to have any type of effect on us like Mm -hmm. retaliation again like it's so unhealthy and i mean i will admit i have retaliated in in certain ways and i feel guilty about it because it's like well they don't deserve the retaliation like me retaliating is me coming from a malicious place and i don't know that they came from a malicious place like sometimes people just make mistakes and us retaliating is making a conscious effort to be worse. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. I kind of got lost there and I don't know if I made sense. No, it's okay. You're literally perfect. Um, yeah. Also. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like growth and like, it's um, like choosing to do the right thing and like being the bigger person and all that stuff. That's, that obviously takes work and it's it's so well one that's annoying because like why can't I grow almost immediately and overnight (laughs) but also like good things take time and it's really hard to try and grow and like be the bigger person in this world where like instant gratification is so like easily accessible and like people don't want to work on themselves because it takes too long and 
like me like whatever <laughs> but um it's violent yeah it's a it's, violent process yeah like i mentioned like i'm i'm one to block and that's not the best way to handle things um it's not fair to like the other person on the receiving end um and it's i i don't know yeah some situations warrant that but i i don't know like I I think it's the fact that things are I feel like things are starting to lose their value and like um trying to be a good person it's um not that it's not as glamorized or like as like well looked upon but just like I don't know Social I'm media. Sight of it. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you for putting that into words. I clearly could not. Yeah, we're losing sight. We're losing sight of like doing things to be genuinely good and not for like doing it for the attention or the likes or whatever. Um, and um, I just, it's it's really sad. Um it's really sad that people don't want to work on themselves um, and grow um, because like the alternative is just like the quick, quick, easy fix of just like, mm, whatever. I'm just like, can I ignore it? Or like, I don't know. I don't know if any of that made sense. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree that like instant gratification is king right now like yeah. all these i mean i don't get me wrong i know i'm a crackhead when it comes to tiktok like right distractions are everything like when mm-hmm. you get when one you become self-aware and you don't want to do the work you fill yourself with distractions to mm. put a pin in it of like I'll deal with it when I'm stronger I'll deal with it when I have time I'll deal with it when xyz but they're always going to be there and they're going to get louder because as you get older situations happen we come into our own and we start finding ourselves in these situations that it's like I can no longer ignore the elephant in the room Mm -hmm. no longer ignore my damage the damage I've done to others the damage that has been done to like people before me that have caused me to end up like this yeah Uh, like we like i was saying earlier healing is violent Mm -hmm. accountability is painful like and it's like me who has secondhand embarrassment for my past self Mm -hmm. atrocious atrocious like in the in the work that i've been doing i've been realizing like fuck like I really had the purest intentions when I would do all of this, but I realized like, okay, well, I might've been love bombing this person in this, in this area. And like, no. I'm like, okay. And this other occasion I was gaslighting them. Oh, and this other occasion, I was just being so fucking stubborn that it, it I also contributed to the downfall of that relationship. So yeah. it's all these things that like, my intentions were a hundred percent pure. Like, I never meant to do that to that person, but it's not about, it's not always about our intentions. Uh, Our intentions 
don't always reflect when we come from a damaged place. Yeah. Like it is so important to yes, live for love through love, all of this other stuff. But if you're not doing the work mm-hmm. to heal, to be a better person in every way, shape or form, then you're not going to have the impact that you want. It's always going to lead back to, to repeating these cycles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this it, shit is hard. Yeah. I mean, but like, again, that's like self-development and like growing and, and recognizing your patterns. Like, of course, that's not going to be easy. Um, because if it was, everybody would be <laughs> perfect. Um, Utopia. And, exactly. And yeah, it's, you're 100% right when it comes to like facing um, areas that need, you know, growth and stuff it's just it's it's become way too easy to just be like yeah like let's just put a pin in that and we'll revisit that later and then later never comes and like I don't know I, I've thought to myself and it's actually really scary like I've thought to myself well like what's going to be different later that I can't like fix this now um, and then I'm like oh that means I have to deal with it now Let's just stop. Ta- let's just stop. Th- stop thinking about it, and then I do, and here I am kicking myself because, like, I don't know. I, yeah, it's hard. It's it's being self aware. It's hard. I if, like they say, ignorance is bliss, um, but God, at a cost. At a cost. You're so smart. You. I'm literally, there's nothing in my head. No, it, a lot of, like, everything you're saying is 100% making sense. Like, I see it. I was also in that place where it's like, oh, well, I'm self-aware. That's enough. Exactly. Me me being self-aware is going to make sure that the problem fixes itself. Exactly. Like, Like, I'm self-aware that's more progress than somebody else. Like, is that? A hundred percent. I thought self-awareness was where it was at. Like me being self-aware means that next time I'm going to come across a situation, I'm going to assess it and uh, react differently. But that's not at all how it works because Mm -hmm. my self-awareness got me so far. And then I was faced with the situation and I was a hundred percent triggered And everything went out the window. I reacted in, I reacted from a point of survival mode. Like Mm. I, you put, you find yourself in survival mode and then you do what it takes to survive. Whether it means um, dissociating, whether it means spiraling, uh, acts of self-harm, whatever it may be, you put yourself in these trances and in these situations that, you can't get out of because you never did the work to heal. Yeah. You're acting, your body sort of takes over, your brain sort of takes over, does what it needs to to protect you. And you're self-aware, like, congratulations, we've gotten you this far. And now you're self-aware of the fact that you're spiraling, you're doing bad things to yourself, you're yeah. 
what X, Y, and Z instead of actually doing the work and unlearning these behaviors and life is going to happen. Like I 100% guarantee like I will have another situation that is potentially triggering. But if I'm doing all the work now, then I'm not going to have the same reactions. Yeah. Because I'm going to be aware of like this person is not doing this as a personal attack like and even if they are like i don't have to react in the way that i know i can react in a way that it's like okay well good good luck to you like i don't have to be forgiving or even if i am forgiving i don't have to welcome them back into my life or i don't have to be a doormat i don't have to whatever whatever is that is your situation you don't have to keep reliving these painful these painful cycles because you would have healed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could run my mouth, but healing is violent. Healing is painful, time-consuming, exhausting. Like, it is a lot of work. So anybody doing it, hats off to you. Yeah, seriously. Because it's not it's not easy. Uh, not easy recognizing that, like, the stuff that you do is, can, is and can, can be and is hurting other people yeah um and that that's that's a scary realization um and yeah it's so easy to just be like well i'm not gonna think about it um, yeah. but or does that get you that only gets you so far yeah. um yeah so god yeah it's it's difficult i I don't, I don't really know how, what else, how else to put like what I'm thinking. Cause I feel like I'm just talking in circles and not really getting my point across, but it's just, you want what's best for the people in you, in your life. You want to live your best life for yourself, for everyone you love, but yeah, life is messy. Life is difficult and but it can be beautiful Mm. like Mm -hmm. if you guys know the band edward sharp and the magnetic zeros like they have a song called life is hard like it talks about how life is difficult and all this other shit but then they're also like life is beautiful life is um just basically that life is worth living because of the difficult moments because it leads you to I don't want to use the word self-actualization because it's like there's a lot of issues with that model, but it leads you, it can all potentially lead you to a better place. And I just want y'all to be happy. I want y'all to live your best life. Yeah, definitely. Like when it, I don't know, like what makes life beautiful is like the connections that like Mm -hmm. are made outside of family and like i don't know like i I do really love the 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 found family concept because it's Mm -hmm. like choosing to um look past like flaws and like still loving each other and like growing together and i think that's that's friendships are so beautiful um and like you just enjoy each other's company like platonically and uh, 
yeah there it's so special um and shout out to friendships no yeah no yeah and i've thought about like the good place the show the good place and like um they spoiler alert they make it to the good place and it's not all that's cracked up to be because once you do literally everything and like whatever and you brought up like what makes life worth living like is it the challenges like whatever um and i've been thinking about that recently too like if if i could do whatever like what like would i also be just as bored as the people that they encountered in the good place um and yeah the fact that we're here for like a limited amount of time one is scary but two it it like does just help um help make every not put everything into perspective but like it it gives more meaning to the interactions and and friendships that grow because yeah i don't know yeah the days are long and the years are short we have to make them count i'm gagging at that that's so true literally give me a kiss literally i'm gonna yeah. sit on your face <laughs> in this God. economy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the, the days are long but the years are short oh my god i love that um i it's not an original thought it's from some author that i have zero recollection of their name right now but yeah the days are long that. and the years are short no yeah i said that right um the days are long and the years are short and i honestly i think about that often ever since my coworker told me about that author like i think about it so often because it is what we do day to day that make it count like i can't i can't tell you what i was doing on this day 10 years ago Uh but i can guarantee you that the impact the year had on my life 10 years ago yeah that year is still impacting me today because i made decisions i made choices the people in my life made decisions that everything has led me to here right so it is it is important for us to do the work so that even if we don't see the benefits of it yesterday today and tomorrow when we look back 10 years from now Mm -hmm. we're going to be grateful we did it because we're not going to be living the life we fear of we're not going to be living a life that we dread we're going to be living a more fulfilling life because we're making conscious efforts to be better versions of ourselves yeah well yeah And those are my two cents. Girl, that was a whole quarter. (laughs) 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 You're so smart, bitch. Stop it right now. Mm. I'm going to sit on your face. (laughs) 
Stop <laughs> telling people our business. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm good to call it here. What do you think, George? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Sounds good. Georgina, final thoughts? Uh, thank you for sticking with us. I feel mm-hmm. like I am very repetitive in the things that I say, and you guys allow me to be this way. So mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Thank you for, again, being part of our lives because a lot of the people that we are closest to do listen and do provide mm-hmm. feedback and mm-hmm. do share these moments. And like Juan was saying, connections are everything. They, at least for me, the connections I have in my life are what helps existence be worth living. Yeah. So thank you for existing and having this connection with me. Quan, thoughts? I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you all for being a part of our lives. Um, and um, God, it's um, <laughs> the world is so hard to manage and like it really it's the connections for me that help me get by um and so i'm just thankful for for the friends that i've made and have um and um god i just um yeah friendships are beautiful and um yeah yeah right right anyway well we will catch you next time on our next episode of no literally bye bye